0: Thank you so much for being a part of God Faith Muddy Motivation and the God Faith Motivation Podcast. I'm honored to have you come and be a part of the ministry today. I'm going to get right into things because I'm going to be a little long winded. We're on the fifth part of Planted Not Buried Part 5 and it is the preparation. God, we thank you for today. Thank you for all your people that are connected, those that are coming in. God, we ask you, Lord, to open up their hearts and minds to be able to receive. Let everything that's said today be anointed by you and blessed by you. Lord, it is in your name we pray, amen. And we're gonna get right in, as I said before, with Planted, Not Buried, Part 5. We said before that the place of death And the place of your destiny are going to look the same for a season. Psalms 1, 3, that is our base scripture, which is Psalms 1. We're going to do 1, 2, and 3. But Psalms 1 and 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Now, God is saying he wants our relationship with him to be able to bear fruit no matter what season you're in. No matter what happens, you don't have to hold nothing back when you're connected to the source. You're going to produce. You're going to look good. You're going to be healthy in every season. We also said at the end of last week's session, Psalms 1 and 2 says, blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God, is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Following the advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers, ridiculers, but as the light is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he habitually meditates, day and night. That's what we left off last week with Psalms 1 and 2. Now, if you want to be prepared to be planted, the first question is, how are you walking? How you're walking is going to be based strongly around who's walking with you. Your walk determines so much in your life. You have to take an inventory of everybody that's going to be around you. Now, ask yourself, how am I really walking? And last, I asked you last week, don't lie to yourself. Your walk is so important. But one other thing that's going to be more important is who's counseling you. Is it in the news? Are you following the examples? Or are you being affected by what's being said in the news? And who are you following the example of? Who are you pattering yourself after? Remember, the devil is the prince of the airways. So when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is you go to the news, <laughs> that's who you're being counseled by. And you will begin to walk in fear. It will also make you walk in anxiety. The word said, bless are those who do not walk in the way, in the counsel of the wicked. Everybody doesn't want to reach purpose. Some people will settle, and everybody doesn't want to be a tree. So if you want to be planted and like a tree that's going to bear fruit in every season, you're going to have to check your walk. Now, who's walking with you? Who's counseling you? Are they telling you where your value system should come from? If you allow wicked and evil or perverted counsel to speak in your life, it's going to change your walk. It's going to change your walk. Remember this, honesty is weak because honesty is only telling the truth when somebody asks a question. (laughs) So now there's tons of questions that nobody has ever asked you. Therefore, if you want to be planted, you're going to have to come to a level of transparency and begin to deal with the crap that nobody but you knows about you. Mm. Are you secretly jealous of people? Are you secretly standing and judging others based on what you have in your life or what you don't have in your life? If you're getting counsel from friends who all they do is gossip and talk about people, you might not have the peace that God has for you because now he's not the center of your counsel. Now, all I want to do is just do a checkup to see if maybe the reason that we haven't been planted how we want to be is because we haven't checked the way we walk. We haven't checked who's counseling us. And understand this when you start to shut out every other voice, mm, all that other noise, and every other counsel, that's when you're going to find Jesus. Another thing, where are you standing? How do you stand in the path of sinners? Now, a path is a way or track laid down for walking or made by continually treading. It's a pattern. A path is made by a pattern. What God is saying is he doesn't want you to stand in the way or path of sinners. You only make a path if there is something you're continually doing, a continual path of the same thing so if we've been walking a certain way and we continue to walk in that certain way and it's been three years it's been five years it's been six years what happens is we've created a path the question is is it a path of a sinner because you know maybe I never thought all those white lines were that bad or, or maybe I never thought that what I was doing Or what I was watching was that bad. I never thought that I was creating a path of a sinner. Your pattern is so normal that you don't even know you're on the wrong path. Some have been holding on to unforgiveness for so long that you think you're right. You think you're winning. And you say, but I've done this since I was young. Uh, But you've been creating a path of a sinner. Sometimes many of our difficulties are created by small decisions that we continually make. That's why so many people start off real good in the beginning of the year, and then they fall off. It's because we've been in a pattern or path for so long that even when we want to get planted, we go back to what we feel is normal or we revert back to default things that we've been doing before. We go back to what's comfortable, but remember what we said before. Comfort and growth, they don't go together. (laughs) Some of us can't stay planted because of our patterns. Am I standing in the path that keeps me in the same pattern or are my patterns affecting me from being planted? So we have to check our patterns. Laziness is a pattern. And it will produce a lot of things that will keep us from doing what God is calling us to do. So when you're not doing what you're supposed to do and when you're moving your responsibilities and things you should be doing to another date or another time, (laughs) and what we end up doing is we begin to make excuses. And the excuses bleed over every area of our life. So when we make excuses about things, we leave ourselves open to be idle. And we know what our idle mind is. We know what that is, the devil's workshop, right? Those of us that thought we were planted a few weeks ago We learn now that we're not because we haven't done the prerequisites of being planted. We haven't evaluated how we're walking. We haven't taken a survey of who's counseling us. We haven't looked to see if we're walking in the path of a sinner or created a path that is the path of a sinner. The next question is, are you sitting in the seat of the judge? When are you sitting in the seat of a mocker? When are you sitting in the seat of a hater? When are you sitting in the seat of a critic? Because all of us have done it at some point. Blessed is the person who does not sit on your prideful thought process and judge other people's process. And this disqualifies us from being planted, where we're watching and pointing out the flaws of everybody else. The critical spirit, the judgmental spirit, the scoffing spirit is keeping us from being planted and getting those deep roots. And you remember last week that was important for us to get deep roots because the storm is coming. And if we don't have the deep roots, we can't stand or we're not going to be able to hold on to this big stuff that God is planting in us and wanting us to produce. So we're sitting in the seat. And when we do that, God is saying, When will you mature? I have this dream for you to be so strong and so big but you're planting yourself around weeds. Mm. And your destiny is squeezed out because you won't evaluate your walk. You won't evaluate who's counseling you. You won't evaluate where you're standing or where you're sitting. So stop making paths or patterns of sinners and stop judging other people because those things are weeds that squeeze out the seed that God wants to plant in our lives. Psalms chapter 1, Verse 2, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his laws, his precepts, he habitually meditates day and night. So God is trying to create new habits in us, new patterns. Verse 3 is the promise. It's the outcome. Verse 1 is the preparation. Why am I not a tree planted? Because I have not prepared my seed to go deep. What do I do? we got to understand that in that dark place, God wants to cultivate and create what's inside of us. Now, come on, what we're going to do now is we're going to affirm and meditate. You can close your eyes, or you can just relax and listen as you follow along. Breathe in. Breathe out. I release any resistance right now. Breathe in. Breathe out. I rely on the energy of Jesus Christ, my source, and I am where I am intended to be, and my source is pleased. Breathe in. Breathe out. Purpose is in me, and I am who God says I am, and he's calling me to a higher existence. Breathe in. Breathe out. I believe God is shifting his people, moving us forward in our destinies, advancing us in his purposes, and equipping us for greater accomplishments. Breathe in. Breathe out. Today, as God opens the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, I will make room to receive it. Breathe in. Breathe out. Spirit is guiding my steps, and all is unfolding for my good as I open my mind and heart to the perfect love of God, as I'll allow things to flow naturally to me. Breathe in, breathe out. God is preparing me to be used in new and different ways for his glory. I long to fulfill God's purpose for my life and to see his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Breathe in, breathe out. I open the doors to my good and claim my divine inheritance. I am meant to feel happiness in my life and I am meant to fulfill my dreams. I create the perfect plan for my life by choosing the perfect thoughts. Breathe in. Breathe out. I choose to release fear because God within me is mighty and unstoppable, and everything I seek is now seeking me. Breathe in. Breathe out. The Spirit of God within me knows the perfect how to every need and desire. Therefore, all of my needs are met. Breathe in. Breathe out. Every cell in my body is now functioning in divine order, and I'm doing extremely well as I relax and enjoy it as life unfolds. Breathe in. Breathe out. I feel appreciation for what is and an eagerness for what is coming. For in you, God, I place my trust as I depend on you for my every need. Breathe in. Breathe out. Oh, my goodness. That was refreshing for me today. I know we went deep, guys. I know we did. But that's what we've got to do in this season. If we're going to get to the next level, we have got to go to the next level of learning and receiving. Because what God has for us is not going to be surface. This is going to be deep. we got to have deep roots. And in order to have deep roots, we have definitely got to have these deep and heartfelt conversations. Hey, I want to hear from you. How are you guys doing tonight? God bless you for joining.
1: Good evening, Cindy and everybody. I have a question. This is not personal. This is just an open general question. When you're talking about check your counsel, we go to people who we feel are counseling us in a godly manner. But we have to be careful and mindful of who we go to to seek godly counsel. Because you have some people that will talk about your business and they'll share your business, whether it's from the pulpit or what. So we have to be mindful of who we connect ourselves to. When we're seeking that Godly counsel, because I know I remember at one time and for something that I was dealing with. And I knew that what he was telling me was not of God. So we have to be very careful. We have to learn the word for ourselves, read and meditate on this word day and night so we can get it for ourselves. So that way, when we go to God with counsel, God will give us the words to confirm what we need. Because it's hard. It's really hard to trust people these days. I just wanted to see if you can elaborate on that and help encourage your listeners. Be mindful, be careful, be diligent in who you're telling your business to. You're
0: absolutely right. That's why we need to have a relationship with God. A relationship to know and understand that in this season that I understand people don't know how to go to God. I mean, there is a way that... Even the word says you can enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. And I was taught how to enter into that place where it's just you and him and you have that intimacy. He's into you and you're into him and you have that place of refuge. So my encouragement would be is that we build and work on that relationship to where when you have issues, that's who you go to. I know that we all need someone to rely on, but then you have to ask God for the ability to discern who you're devoting information to. Everybody is not your friend. Everybody is not for you. You have to have discernment to understand that everybody doesn't need to have that type of information from you. So in order for us to build that level of confidence to know that God's got me no matter what, he will send you people in your circle, anything you need to know, anything you need to need to do, if you build your relationship with him, he will be that for you. He will be that for you. I've had some really, really lonely times and some dark times when he was my only person and the only one that knew what i was going through at the time and i tell you what one of the things that he did is that he opened up everything so that i could see didn't make it any better because we are um living creatures and we like i guess we we like to commune with other people in my time of need he sent someone to me and that was my friend caroline and that's how this ministry came about and the thing I like about her is that she does encourage me in the Lord. And I love that. I love that. There are people that I've talked with or commune with that I don't divulge everything. I may talk about some things, but you just got to be careful with who you're divulging all your information to. That's discernment. And it's important in the season that we know who we're allowing to have that important information in our lives. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And we know that the enemy is cunning. Even when he was looking for Job, it was like, okay, the Lord came to him and said, hey, what you doing? (laughs) He says, I'm going to and fro, seeking. Uh I'm looking for who I can get. You know? So really get yourself in line. Because at some point, at some appointed day, you might get picked. And the thing is, is that you've given them all the ammunition to hurt you. Because you never know who he's going to use. In order to be that person that really hurt you. Amen. Eyes wide open. Another thing is whenever it comes, don't engage. Shut it down. Keep it moving. We can have disagreements or whatever. Shut it down. Keep it moving. Because the more you talk and the more you allow a person to spew into you, the more hurt you become. So I would encourage you. Once you find out, you will find out eventually. Just shut it down. Don't don't do any more talking. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to try and get it right, because that is not your position. Vengeance is the Lord. So shut it down and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah we can't stay in the fight. You got to shut it down and keep it moving. I'm a good one for that now. My mom's like, you want the last word? You want the last word? Yeah, but I grew. I grew to the point to where it don't have to be like that you got to understand, yeah, understand the enemy is going to come. The enemy wants you to engage. He wants you to stand there, fight toe-to-toe. You ain't got no fight with him. You need to keep moving. Amen. You need to put him on his way and stop talking. Stop talking. Don't engage. Did she hear?
1: We were just talking among ourselves. Yeah, don't let the door hit you with a good Lord's switch. Just somebody's dad's going to come at you that way.
0: <laughs> Amen. I know this was mm-hmm. a really hard motivation tonight. I mean, it was hard for me to do it, but you know, a lot of it was for me, which is most of the times why I do what I do is because I need it. I need it just like you need it. And what are your thoughts tonight?
2: This is Veronica coming from the country here in Bladenboro, North Carolina, with Samuel took by my side here. Again, she was interested in the in the motivation tonight, and I'm so glad that she is because that's uh, how do you say music to our ears. Absolutely. But, you know, you as you were talking, you know, it got me thinking about you know, who I deal with during the day because I'm always at work and then I go home. i may go to church on Sundays, Sunday, market on Saturdays. But, you know, sometimes I can't feel that I'm in the presence of people that I don't need to be in the presence of. And sometime at work, I'm just so happy that my door is closed because so much is going on, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, everybody is not of God and I don't want to be in that atmosphere. And I'm just so glad that the Lord keeps me away from that. And um, we do have to be prayerful. And we do have to be watchful. And we do have to watch where we'll go and who we're with. And, and that's very important. And I'll preach the mic.
0: You're absolutely right that he will give us a, a place of refuge. You know, sometimes be thankful that you got a room with the door and, and you're able to make <laughs> that or have yeah. that as an option. <laughs> you know, in the small things, we just want to give God thanks because he's an amazing God. Caroline, did you have something you wanted to say? I saw you came through.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I just want to say hello to everyone this evening. Thank you, Sandy. I just always am reminded of scripture that David wrote and well said, and he said, um, I once was young, but now I am old. And I have never seen mm-hmm. the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Mm-hmm. And that always sticks with me because we're not supposed to fear man. We're supposed to fear God. Yeah, we're having to live in this world, but we're not a part of this world, Mm -hmm. okay? We're living in it. We see it, but we're set apart for a reason, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so hard for others to relate to us living the Word of God. It's hard, and Satan does have his nymphs out there set, but in motion to steer us away from the Word of God, so that's pretty much why we find ourselves in situations. And God does tell us to not forsake ourselves of this simply. So we we have to be a part of dealing with some of the situations because we're trying to bring people to Christ. That's why we have to, if we talk a talk, we're going to have to walk that thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy here. It's it's challenging. I, I will say that. But if Christ did it, he showed us the way and he showed us how to do it. He showed us. And, yes, we do have to watch what we say because we never know who's listening. We do have to watch information we may give out that we find that, you know, we're saying I'm giving this to someone that I feel that I can trust. But you cannot trust man. You have to trust God and you have to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Is it okay, God, for me to Share this information with X, y z, Holy Spirit, you God, because I do need someone to fellowship with right now, Father God, is it okay that i I share this, and sometimes we just gotta go to God and ask for it. I mean, even I find myself in a situation I may feel I could share something with a sister or brother and find out in return, no, you weren't to release that, and I may find myself hurt, and Jackie, you said something so important, you said church hurt. That's why people find themselves church hurt. They may testify and they hear their testimony somewhere else out in the street. And it was like, oh my God, I did not think it would go that way. So God gives us wisdom. But again, I always go back to something that David said. No matter what, even as Christians, if, as we make mistakes, he says, I've never, I've never seen the righteous forsaking, nor his seed begging bread. So no matter what, God is going to take care of us, even when we make an error, even when we may tell someone something so personal or something that we felt that we could only share with one person it may God. God still is going to take care of you just for serving him, just for being true to the word of God, just for being obedient. He will take care of you, and I've always believed it, and I myself i've never i've not in my lifetime seen a righteous man forsaken. Nor his sheet begging bread. So I yeah. believe the word of God. And I just want to share that
0: tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate that. Yeah. Does anyone else have anything they want to share tonight? I know it was a rich word and I know um like Carolyn said, there are there are times we want that interaction. We just have to use discernment. Like she said, ask God. He will he will even got us. he said into all truth. It is such an honor to have you all come and be a part of today's ministry. I'm grateful in this season for what God is doing. Anybody else want to say something in closing?
1: Yes, Cindy. This is Jackie again. I want to say thank you for this series because it was so thought-provoking. And one thing I can confess is that I thought I was planted, and I found that there are still things in my life that have been buried. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for you being the visionary to do this series, because it's awesome, especially on the season of going into, you know, we're in springtime now, and you're thinking about things blossoming. So I just want to thank God for your vision for this, and this series was really
0: thought-provoking, and I thank
1: God for you.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I will give all the credit to April, who, um, in the midst of this series, she was the one that says, Oh, I need more of that. Oh, I need you to give me scriptures so I can be Oh I need- so, so if there is something it's like whenever we come on and we bring something, if it's something that you feel like you need more of it, reach out to me and send me a text within where we're talking now or whatever. She said, You can't stop with that. And so once I started digging into it, I was like, okay, it started getting bigger and deeper and deeper. For me, I could not stop because there was so much information that came from my study. And that's why it kept going. Well, thank you. I appreciate the word says, those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. And I'm grateful in this season. For each and every one of you that God has given me, thank you for your life. I thank you for your connection and being a part of this ministry. I thank you for your faithfulness. I really do. I do not take it lightly. God' faith. Motivation is on the move. We're looking for God to open up so many doors for us so that we can do other things and stay connected as God does this new thing in us, as he keeps us. In the position of doing our prerequisites and being planted and getting us those deep roots so that we can be able to produce that harvest. God bless you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for everyone connected tonight. We thank you for the families of those that are connected tonight. God, we ask that you give us grace and mercy as we go through the day, as we go through the week, as we go through the week, crown it. With manifestations and breakthroughs, God, keep our minds stayed on you. Keep us laser focused. Keep us looking and, and doing the work to be able to be planted in this season. God, we give you praise. We glorify your name. Lord, we thank you that you've highly exalted your son Jesus and given him a name that is above every name. God, as we go through this week, As we get our aches and pains, as we get those things that so easily beset us, let's apply the name that is above every name. For everything that you can call, his name is above it. And we thank you, God, for doing all that you do for us, for being our strong tower that we can run in and be safe in all of this. We thank you and we give you all praise. It is in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being a part of today's motivation. We will see you here again Monday, <laughs> next week, 7 p.m. God bless you.